When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome to episode 41, 10 games, 10 days, West Coast edition. Episode 40 was awesome. We did the NFL predictions, but Rick and I thought that we should go back into the archives given the unique circumstances of the world today where we have football, college football, NFL, and baseball all happening again, and we wanted to relive the glory days back in 2015 when Rick and myself went to the West Coast. For those of you that have been listening, we did a 10 games, 10 days in the Midwest, and now we're checking off the West Coast. Rick, before we get into the details of this, why don't you talk about the prep work and the games that we went to go see? Rob, it would be my honor and privilege to reflect back on that epic journey in 2015 when you and I set sail across the United States from the East Coast, New Jersey, home. Set, set sail? What are, we, what are we sailing? We flew, Rick. We flew from Philly to Portland. Well, it, you know, figuratively speaking, we boarded up a ship and we sailed across the country. I don't know, Rob. Come on, man. I think you're high <laughs> as a kite. You're high as a kite. You're high as the plane we flew on. Knock it off. Knock it off. Well, ladies and gentlemen, to all the listeners out there, you might recall our first 10 episodes of the Brothers Brand podcast really dove into our first ever sports road trip. Rob and I had this great idea. We'd venture out into the Midwest, and along the way, 
on the way out to Dyersville, Iowa to see the Field of Dreams, we'd knock off a few bucket list items. Well, we ended up having such a great time, such an epic journey going to 10 games in 10 days that we said to ourselves, we've got to do this again. And it's a tremendous amount of work to plan and organize a essentially two-week type trip like this. And then there's so much work that goes into doing the trip and executing the perfect sports road trip. So we decided we would do it every two years. Rob and I, we would find a different part of the region or the country to go to. And this trip will document it was on the West Coast, as we've said. We flew out to Oregon, and our goal was to get to another 10 games in 10 days. We essentially went from as north as Seattle all the way down to as south as San Diego, California in 10 days, going to college football, NFL football, and Major League Baseball games as the playoff push was heating up. And it was fantastic, Rob. Those memories uh they'll last a lifetime and we met a bunch of wonderful people we stayed with some tremendous friends that to this day still get that christmas card each year and let's let's get into it rob tell let's let's let rock and roll here brother all right so jumping in these are the games that we went to this took a lot of organization not only did we go to the games in our previous road trip, we talked about how we organized the stadium tours. And we did that for every one of these games. So it was just so chaotic. We were eat, eating, sleeping, and breathing sports, very limited sleep, and just were going to these games and then going back to tours of their facilities. But these are the games we went to. And uh, we went to an Oregon stock or Oregon State, sorry, Oregon State football game on Friday night. On Saturday night, we went to an Oregon Ducks game. On Sunday, we went to a Seattle Seahawks football game. On Monday, we went to a Mariners game. Tuesday, we uh, after the Mariners game at like 10 o'clock at night, we drove nine hours through the night to San Francisco to go see a Dodgers-Giants game. After the game, we went to LA and saw a Angels game then shot down to San Diego and saw a Padres game, came back up to LA to see the Dodgers play. And then we saw a UCLA game on that Saturday. And then we drove down to San Diego to see the Chargers play against the Cleveland Browns. What a terrible game to end it, but it was a thriller that game. And we'll get to that. Before we jump in to our first portion of it, I just want to give a special shout out to the people that made it possible. Stacy Tarver, Aaron Tarver, Camille Chu, Mike Chu's, uh, that's Mike Chu's cousin, and then Dan Manfredi and uh, Jack Shinnick and Mike Galano, and I'm sure we're going to mention some more people along the way. Uh, but getting into it, Rick and I flew from Philly to, or to Portland, and a lot of people are like, wow, like you guys must, you know, be balling out, making a ton of money doing this, uh, you know, to be able to afford these trips. No, 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 no. Rick and I uh, you know, find the cheapest flights. We hang with friends. We make it, we do it all on a shoestring budget. So we were able to find flights from Philly to Portland, Oregon, I think on Spirit or something for like 195 bucks round trip. So we booked that. 
we had all these bags filled up with our swag because you know that's what we do before we fly out we go to ebay and hit up uh, ebay for five dollar and ten dollar hats of uh, the teams that we're going to go see always rocking the home team gear we leave we get to portland we end up staying with uh, a friend of a friend uh this is dan man freddy dan man freddy and i went to i played soccer with eric mackin and jared flynn and i was playing soccer in wall new jersey and dan man freddy was playing pickup soccer with me as well. This was in like July of 2015. And Rick and I knew we were going out in September. And Dan goes, yeah, this is my last game. I'm actually uh, going out to Portland, Oregon. And we just played soccer that one night. That was the one time I met him. And I told him, I'm going to be out in Portland. I would love to crash there if possible. And he goes, yeah, once I get set up, come on through. So I got his phone number. Fast forward a couple months later, we have no friendship other than Eric Mackin and a couple of kids I played soccer with. We don't have any similarities, any, any stuff in common. We're all learning on the fly. <laughs> so we get into town, take an Uber to his place. And when we get to his place, uh, the, the setup was not the most ideal. Um, I believe uh, Rick ended up uh, sleeping on a, on a nice bed. And, uh, and actually, uh, now that I think about it, the first night we were there, I slept on a bed as well, but things just got really interesting after that. And we'll dive into that in a little bit. Rick, do you want to take it to Nike town? I'd love to take it to Nike town. So ladies and gentlemen, just in the Oregon Portland area is the headquarters, the corporate headquarters the world corporate headquarters for Nike. And all of us, we know what Nike is. We know who Nike, what they do, what they produce. And all of it is based in Oregon. And Rob and I will get into the backstory for why they're located in Oregon. But we, we really wanted to tour Oregon and Nike's corporate world headquarters. Their campus is like a college campus. And I'm not talking about a small commuter school campus. I'm talking about a big time division one type program. This campus is massive and there's buildings all over. There's recreation facilities. There is everything that you could think of that would make you wanna be at work all day, every day. And we just so happen to have a dear friend, Stacy Tarver, older sister to my best friend growing up, Aaron Tarver. And so we figured, why not? Let's meet up while we're out there. Maybe she could give us a tour, show us around. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. We showed up and we got a great tour. We made a little bit of our own tour as well, going and checking out the different Tiger Woods buildings, the LeBron James buildings. Uh, they had soccer fields there. They had a golf putting area. They had an Olympic sized swimming pool. There was a rock climbing wall. Rob, what else am I forgetting? Well, we, uh, just to kind of paint the scene, you know, we flew in on a, uh, on a Thursday and we went to that facility at, uh, you know, I think it was, or we flew in on a Wednesday and we went to that facility on Thursday morning 
uh, nice and early. And we were like one of the first people in the facility at the, in the parking lot. Um, we parked right next to Michael Jordan's reserve spot and LeBron James reserve spot. Any of these major athletes, anyone that's signed by Nike has a, has a, a spot in the parking lot reserved specifically for them. And you're right. We did our own little tour. Uh, we went all over the place and we were decked out in Nike swag. So it was kind of cool because it is a campus. Like we've been on major campuses, Alabama, Clemson. This is even cooler, even cooler. The buildings are massive. It's absolutely breathtaking. They have this huge lake there that you and I have an awesome photo of. Um, they have the Ronaldinho soccer fields, uh, like you were saying, LeBron James building, Tiger Woods building. And uh, it was just such a cool environment. And you look left, you look right, and there are professional athletes all over the place, um, you know, whether it's there for creating a brand for, for themselves, like LeBron, you know, in 2015, when we went LeBron, his brand was getting so big and big and much bigger. So um, they were talking about like how you'll just see LeBron there chilling. You'll see um, Michael Jordan, you'll see Tiger Woods, you'll see all these star studded athletes just roaming the, roaming the campus because they're there for meetings. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. Uh, so that was so much fun. I remember we went rock climbing. Uh, that was a good time. They had a rock climbing wall there. But if I worked for Nike out in Beaverton, Oregon, I would be there, Rick, like 24-7. Like, they would have to kick me out because of how beautiful the facilities were. There was a volleyball court. Like, we were walking by, and people were just playing volleyball with, like, you know, just their swim trunks on and, and no shirts on. Imagine that. Imagine working for Nike and being like, yeah, yeah lunch break, we're going to play some volleyball. Um, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do some laps in the pool. We're going to play some basketball. We're going to go play pickup soccer at lunch. <laughs> Unreal. They created a culture and an atmosphere where as an athlete, you would just want to work in all the time. So kudos to them for having done that. Uh, they're clearly a pioneer in the industry and they're leading it in all regards. Thoroughly impressed. Rob, we had such an amazing time. We probably spent if I had to ballpark it, maybe four or five, maybe six hours there just hanging out. We had lunch. Uh, we made our own tour. We met up with Stacy Tarver. She showed us around a little bit and then ultimately got us into one of the biggest and best hookups that I can think of. She was able to grant us access, which is only done by either an employee or a friend slash family member of an employee. And you and I 
went to town, my man. We were in the Nike Pro Shop apparel store, and everything was 50% off, and it was all brand spanking new, stuff that almost hadn't even hit the market yet, and you and I had basically free reign. Well, yeah, and it's it's so interesting. Like, yeah, I mean, it's interesting they say things were brand new because Oregon – the Ducks are sponsored by Nike. That's where Phil Knight uh, went to school. And I'll get into the history in a little bit about Nike and why is it in Beaverton, Oregon, like this random town in Oregon. Um, but, uh, you know, Nike, they're sponsor, they sponsor Oregon. So every year, the Oregon Ducks come out with the craziest uniforms, the coolest, most badass, fun uniforms and this Nike store, you know, Rick, people that are listening on the podcast may not actually be able to understand or fathom how big this store is. So I'm just going to say to them, guys, this is the Nike headquarter factory store. It is like a, a BJ's, Costco, Sam's Club. That is like the size of this place, just to put it in perspective. Like Rick and I were getting lost. Like I had to yell out his name multiple times. I had to call him on the cell phone to figure out where he was in this store because we were just free reign, 50% off. I played soccer in college. My favorite cleats to wear were the Mercurial Vapors, which were like $200 when I was in school, like 250, 300. They were like $300 pair of cleats. And I snagged those bad boys. I was like, let's go, 50% off, 150. I'm only, I'm only upset with myself that I didn't get another pair. <laughs> Rob, we were like kids in a candy store, as they say. Exactly. And that was a blast. That was so much fun. We stocked up and I was going somewhere with that Oregon Ducks story because we were going to a Ducks game that Saturday. It's Thursday. And we already had like swag for the team that we bought on eBay. But your eyes got all googly eyed when you saw the uh, the Ducks uniform there and you go, Rob, it's $100, but 50 bucks here. I got to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up doubling down on Oregon Ducks gear. <laughs> Rob, that jersey probably to this day is the coolest, nicest college football jersey that I am in possession of. So, uh, again, my only regret like yours was not getting two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a home and away one. Oh, man. But that was a lot of, that was a lot of fun. And I'm going to drop some history on, on the listeners here uh, you know, not going to go too crazy with the Wikipedia. I mean, everybody knows who Nike is, uh, you know, the biggest apparel uh, and sports uh, dealer in the world. Um, but the history of Nike is very interesting. And I just feel like some of these fun facts people would like. Um, Nike was originally known as Blue Ribbon Sports, BRS. And it was founded at the University of Oregon by, at that time, track athlete Phil Knight and his coach, Bill Bowerman. And this was 1964. And the company initially operated in Eugene, and it was a distributor for a Japanese shoemaker. Um, and they were, they, were make, they were basically, Blue Ribbon Sports was selling Japanese running shoes. And they were selling it, which was so cool, they were selling it out of the back of uh, Phil Knight's Volkswagen van, like those, those classic Volkswagen vans. He was literally selling these shoes. Him and Bill Bowerman were uh, selling these shoes out of the back of a Volkswagen van in 1964. 
And that's how these guys got their start. They were driving around, uh, bootstrapping it to, uh, to track meets uh, all throughout Oregon and just selling these shoes one by one. And when you go to the Nike headquarters, they have a history, you know, they have the, um, uh, I guess the Hall of Fame or just, uh, you know, a history room. And uh, it's, uh, it's Phil Knight's uh, uh, Volkswagen with uh, Nike stuffed in it, uh, which is really cool and fun to, uh, fun to uh, take a picture by. Anyway, um, they, they, were, they were Blue Ribbon Sports. And uh, in, uh, in 1971, that's when, uh, so six years later, uh, six or seven years later, that's when they uh, stopped being uh, Blue Ribbon Sports and that uh, it was Onosuka Tiger, which was the name of the shoe company for Japan. Uh, Blue Ribbon Sports and, and Onosuka Tiger came to an end and they were gonna rebrand and they wanted to rebrand and they came up with the swoosh symbol um and uh and nike which is the uh uh it was the uh, greek goddess of victory um and uh you know that was in the 70s and a bunch of rebrandings then 80s 90s there's an incredible documentary incredible documentary called the airman and uh it talks about how Adidas and Nike were like battling for, you know, position and like all these athletes and, you know, who was going to get the best athletes to rock their brands. And, and uh, the airman talks about the agent that convinced Michael Jordan to uh, endorse Nike over Adidas and what that did for the, for the, for not just Nike, but Adidas, like it, like the, involvement of michael jordan skyrocketed nike and 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 uh and really put adidas on the back burner and that's that's where they are to this day i mean in my opinion i think nike is a incredibly well-known brand and more well-known than than adidas i mean they're both well-known but i always put nike ahead of adidas yeah and and under armor is probably that third brand out there nowadays but you're right nike catapulted itself to the top then it's remained there. It's continued to grow. Uh, geez, what else can you tell the listeners, Rob? Um, you know, uh, just so many, uh, so many different players uh, have have been sponsored by Nike. I mean, we ran ran off the list on that, but uh, you know, it started out in shoes and then went to apparel, and you know, goes to surfing and. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, that's that's all I really got now. Now they're collectibles and. Uh, and the headquarters is in, in Beaverton, uh, outside of Portland, Oregon. They wanted to make it somewhere where people could uh, get to easily. So Portland Airport. And then, uh, and then they, have, uh, they have their headquarters just outside in Beaverton. Yeah, and here, for all you listeners out there, I don't believe taking tours of Nike's corporate campus is really something that you can go online and look for a ticket for like we do for all of our sporting trips and venues. I think this is something, Rob, that is really, you've got to have a personal contact, a friend, somebody there uh, to help facilitate, like we said, this guided tour. Um, we made a little bit of our own at the beginning, but uh, because of Stacy Tarver, we got there. We saw something that not a lot of people get a chance to witness. And it was a great experience, forever appreciative for that. And it really set the tone 
for our sports road trip. I think back to our first road trip in 2013, where we went to 10 games in 10 days throughout the Midwest. But before our first game, we stopped in Canton, Ohio, and we saw the Football Hall of Fame. And just embodying that whole sports mentality, kind of setting your mind up for what you're about to go into over the next 10 days. Just, I think this day at Nike really put us in a great frame of mind to have some fun, let's explore, let's learn, and and just let's have a great time together. And that's what we did for the next 10 days. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a great way to kick off the trip. And, you know, we weren't done with that day. Like, that was in the morning. I think we stayed there for, like, maybe till like, 10, 11 o'clock. And uh, we had tours to check out. So Rick uh, organized a tour with Oregon State Beavers to go up to Corvallis and, uh, and check out a, a stadium tour up there on, uh, later on that day. Isn't that correct, Rick? That is correct, Amundo, Rob. I would say that this trip, the 10 games, 10 days West Coast trip, was at that point some of our finest work. We put in a ton of effort to make connections at each school, at each team, and it really paid dividends tenfold when we got to town. And like you said, spent the morning at Nike, And then we went to Corvallis to check out Oregon State's facilities, which we'll continue to dive into. But Oregon, the state of Oregon, as mentioned in an earlier Brothers Brandt podcast by our special guest, Timmy Gorman, he said it, the state of Oregon is a running state, and it really all revolves around Nike and its founders, specifically Phil Knight, who has continued to endow hundreds of millions of dollars to both the University of Oregon and Oregon State University, Nike contributes a tremendous amount of money and resources to these schools. And when you get onto their college campuses, it is noticeable by their facilities and their athletic, everything that they offer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so we show up and Rob, we'll get into this now with the Corvallis Oregon State facilities. They're we're gonna, not we're, we're going to we're going to hold off on that one. We're going to talk about that one on the next one. We'll talk about all about Corvallis. We're going to dive deep onto that. Let's give these people a little nibble right now, but let's not give them the whole cake. You are correct. That is that is why you are the director. That's why you know what we're doing here and Rick, we're going to the moon with this podcast. I just need you to get on the rocket ship. Stop asking so many damn questions and just say, which seat? Which seat? Where do you want me? Where do you want me? Just get on the the rocket ship. (laughs) Well, Rob, listen, first day was fantastic. The next day, as you said, give them a little crumb, a little something to taste on. Well, we, we, oh my, oh my, my, oh my, Friday was wonderful. It was a great day in Corvallis, checking out Oregon State. Uh, I I think this is it. I think this is the first episode of our 10 days on the West Coast. That's it. That about wraps it up. My name is Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.